Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Sun Sport Podcast, sponsored by William Hill. Joining me today are my Stephen Colley, Chief Football Writer Robert Grieve, and Stephen Orr from William Hill. How are we, gentlemen? Ah, great, thank you. We were at Celtic Alawa. Celtic fans, of course, will claim it was never in doubt. Looking back on the game, how did you feel about it? In fairness to Celtic fans, if you say that, Derek, I think they're probably right. I don't think the game was ever in doubt. Alawa made it very difficult for Celtic and put up a stern test. But if you look at the amount of chances Celtic created in that game, they had enough opportunities, Derek, to probably win three or four games. The fact that they got to the think, 83rd, 84th minute before Celtic found a breakthrough, there was no doubt it became nervy. But as I say, Celtic were always looking likely as if they were going to win uh, it would have been extremely embarrassing for them had it taken extra time uh, and if it had gone to penalty kicks clearly it would have been a lottery but for me Alo were fantastic on the night absolutely brilliant from Jack Ross's side and they, they really did look the part if you're being honest about it you have to say Celtic did create a, a lot of chances as I said enough opportunities in front of goal to win two or three games the amount of opportunities they missed the strikers missed Eric you were there as well was absolutely frightening. I mean, the League Cup quarter-final, and how did you think of Celtic's attitude? Because inevitably, yeah, I don't, I don't think, you know, I, yeah, I don't think it was down. I don't think the fact they didn't score was down to bad attitude. I just think it was poor finishing, pure mm. and simple. Mr. Dembele had three or four chances. James Forrest before he, he scored had three or four really good chances. One in the first half, particularly where he screwed it past the post with outside his foot, where. I think you could have scored it. Well, maybe not. But um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they did. They, they had. I repeat myself. They had enough chances. But the fact that they didn't score, was, there was no way that was down to bad attitude. Brendan Rodgers picked a very strong team. Mm. He picked a team which, if that was a team on Saturday against Kilmarnock, you wouldn't be surprised. I think it was a surprise when we turned up at the stadium last night and we saw how strong the team was because I think many of us were expecting more changes given the opposition. Craig Gordon obviously played, and I think we'll maybe come to that in a second. But how long he should have lasted in the pitch but Brendan Rodgers picked a very strong team in that, and fair play to him for doing that because it, it showed respect to Alawa who, who went to Celtic Park last night in great form from the league performances so Brendan Rodgers showed him a lot of respect but I don't think there was any doubt Celtic deserved to win even, even Jack Ross himself said that after the game The Craig Gordon challenge I think we were both stunned that he stayed on the pitch clearly you'll feel he should have been sent off and if he had been what difference do you think that they made to the game? It's hard to tell what difference they made Derek we will never know but there's absolutely no doubt about it Craig Gordon should have been sent off it was a dreadful decision from Alan Muir, the referee. I don't know if he had it in his mind whether he was questioning himself and asking whether it was a goal-scoring opportunity because I think Greg Spence ran through onto a Jim Goodwin great through ball from him and Craig Gordon came, came careering out Kung Fu-style challenge, <laughs> waist high, completely cleaned him out. I'm wondering if the referee was thinking about it in terms of whether it was a goal-scoring opportunity and you could argue it wasn't. I think Greg Spence was going away from goal. But that aside, that's irrelevant. The challenge itself was reckless, it was mm. dangerous. I say a waist high challenge on the striker if that happens anywhere else in the pitch from any other player an outfield player it's a red card all day long we've seen a couple of bad refereeing decisions this week there I think we'll touch on the Rangers game in a minute but Harry Forrester had a, a bad tackle as well 
referees are missing these. Eric Svechenko at Inverness. Eric Svechenko at Inverness. Where, but I mean, the, the Harry Forrester one was a bad challenge. Mm. It was over the ball challenge, and this was again from Craig Gordon as well. Referees should be getting these right. They're, they're, they're there to get these big decisions right. And for me, Alan, you made a bad call last night. We'll never know how, how much of a difference it would have made. But there's absolutely no doubt about it. It would have made Alan's job a lot easier had Craig Gordon been set <coughs> off. They would have had to put on Doris to beast and taken off an, an outfield player. So there's no doubt it would have made a difference. But in, as I say, in fairness to Jack Ross and even Greg Spence last night, they spoke about the incident and they weren't too angry about it. I think in a cold light of tear they'll maybe look at it and there's no doubt they'll believe that Craig Gordon should have been sent off. But I think they know there were times in the game last night when they rode their luck, had to battle to stay in the game. But there's no doubt he should have been sent off. Absolutely no doubt whatsoever. Jack Ross, the Aloha manager, you know him. How impressed are you by him and do you see him becoming a top manager of the future. Yeah, Jack Ross is starting out in the game in management. He's on the first rung of the ladder, so to speak. But there's, for me, there's no doubt if he wants to, the sky's the limit for him. He had a job at Hearts, which he left now in the hour job and doing fantastically well. I think last night in the league, they'd only lost one in 12. Or one 11 out of 12. One, one, 11 out of yeah. 12. That's phenomenal, mate. At any standard, at any level. I was very impressed with the way his team played. We've seen teams go to the Celtic Park. Premier League teams go to Celtic Park, sit in the fend, and show no purpose going forward whatsoever. Alwa did a lot of defending last night, there's no doubt about that, but when they had the ball, there was real composure there. They clearly had worked on keeping the ball and trying to keep the ball away from Celtic. And I was very impressed with that. For a part-time team, going to Celtic Park, I thought it was phenomenal. I mean, we looked at the stats last night during the game. They lasted longer at Celtic Park than any other Scottish team this season before losing a goal. That's a great start. You know, I mean, we've seen teams, decent or better Premier League teams go to Celtic Park and lose for three and four crumble. goals and crumble. They lose the first goal and they crumble. Alla didn't do that last night and that's down to Jack Ross's leadership and organisational skills because as, as Greg Spence I think said after the game, he was working yesterday. He, he was at his work during the day, the day and I had to go to the game and that was the same with all our boys, barring one or two of them. So Jack Ross has to take enormous credit for that. But you're right, for me there's a bigger job in him. I know he's been linked with the Samirin job, albeit there's other names in the frame for that one as we know. But for me it's only a matter of time before a bigger club comes in for Jack Ross and gives him a bigger opportunity. The night before Robert, Rangers have probably taken care of Queen of the South far more emphatically than people maybe expected. Good result for them, very good performance amid the whole Joey Barton circus. Andy Halliday got handed the captaincy. What was your take on that, Robert, on Mark Warburton's move to give him the, the armband? Well, Mark Warburton has, has been very clear, and understandably, quite frankly, that he's not going to talk about the Joy Barton situation. You can understand why. There's clearly legal issues going on in the background there. But for a man who has refused to speak about the Joy Barton issue, giving Andy Halliday the captain's armband is a statement in itself, as far as I'm concerned. Joy Barton, for me, is finished at Rangers. I don't think he'll be back. He can say what he likes when he's doing his book launches. For me, he's, he, he's done. But his bridges there. And it's only a matter of time, as far as I'm concerned, before before he's, he clears his locker and is shown the door. But for me, Andy Halliday, he's been the one that's almost been hard done by in the whole Joy Barton arrival because he had a great season last season when they beat Celtic or when they, when they beat Celtic, sorry, in the Scottish Cup performance last season. Andy Halliday was outstanding, mm. absolutely outstanding on Scott Brown's toes the whole game and the real driving force in that team. So the fact that he dropped out of the side was obviously disappointing for him, but he's gone back into the side. Mark Walton's given him the captain's armband that's no accident that was clearly done by design he could have given it to any number of players on the pitch the other night and I think Kenny Miller is the vice captain but he was in the bench so you've got um, Danny Wilson there and a number of others who could have easily given the captain's armband to Martin Waghorn amongst others but he gave it to Andy Halliday that was a message for me 
that Mark Warburton is very much on his side and where he stands in the Joey Barton thing, even though he's not speaking about it. Do you get a sense that the Rangers players went out on Tuesday night with this real determination to show they don't need Joey Barton? Yeah, listen, I think that they went out with a determination for me to get put a performance in. Mark Walton was very vocal after the game against Royce County to talk it up as their best performance of the season now. I was very impressed actually with Rangers in the first half against Dundee Dennis Park early on, mm-hmm. maybe one of their first games if not their first game, albeit Dundee were allowed to come back into that game and made it very difficult for Rangers. I've seen Rangers play well in spells this season, they didn't score against Ross County and for me a disappointment for Rangers but as I say it was very clear for Mark Walton to come in and talk about it as the best performance of the season minus Joey Barton. It was very clear that Listen, without Joey Barton, we are playing well. Mm. And I don't think there was any accident or coincidence about that whatsoever. You could argue the rights are wrongs or whether Rangers, it was Rangers' best performance of the season. It did create, again, a number of chances without taking them. But for me, it was a, a telling statement from Matt Wobberton. You can watch the goals from all the big SPFL games on the website at thescottysun.co.uk slash sport. Arguably the best result of the quarterfinals, Morton's win over Dundee United. Our Sunsport friend, Morton manager Jim Duffy. Listen, Derek, before you go any further, I'm a Sunsport fan. I'm not going to sit here and talk about Morton. I don't care about Jim Duffy or anyone else here. I'm not talking about Morton. It was a fluke. I should have asked you there, Stephen, what the odds would have been in Robert talking about Morton, but no, you might not have, might not give us a price in that, Stephen. But uh, well, Stephen will tell you the last season in front of that price. Stephen will tell you the price in a minute, but absolutely right. You're, you're buying on the money. What, what a performance that is. And I'll be honest, it didn't take me a whole lot by surprise. I, I'm, I'm not just speaking in 2020 hindsight here. But we were talking in the office that day and a few of us were talking about how Morton had a real chance in that game and a fantastic result. And again, we're talking about Jack Ross. For me, Jim Duffy yeah. could and should be at a higher level of management. I think he's a fantastic manager. He brings out the best in players and there you go, Morton uh, getting, to that, get, getting through the cup. Absolutely brilliant for them, even lot, though it's Morton. A lot of players missing and amazingly he's been, get, he's been getting abuse, I think, from a certain section of the Morton fans. Very good manager. Who knows what the semi-final draw will bring. We've got Aberdeen St Johnson tonight. Stephen, it's good to have your company to provide us with the odds. Who are are favourites for the League Cup? You maybe give us a wee rundown on the odds. Yeah, well, even though obviously Celtic struggled a wee bit last night, but obviously they got themselves through, you know, still make them odds on favourites at five to six. And then we've got Rangers at two to one second favourites. And Aberdeen at six to one and St Johnston at twelves and then we've got Morton, the outsiders at sixteens. Inevitably Stephen, you know, Celtic's progress to the semi finals, they always have this treble issue. Yeah. Can they do the treble? Can they do the treble? What are the odds for Celtic to, to do a clean sweep this season? We've priced them up at three to one, you know, so that's just the traders have just priced that up this morning going on and putting all, uh, everything together in regards to Cup, the league and the Scottish Cup as well. So three to one, which to be honest, you know, they were probably around about that at the, at the start of the season, um, so it's, that's not really changed. I think we're five to two at the start, so it's fluctuated it went up a wee bit, and I don't know if that's to do with the Rangers' performance or, or what it is, but we've got them priced at three to one for the treble. Three to one. Like Sunsport on Facebook for all the Scottish football latest. Robert, we look at the weekend league fixtures in the Premiership: Hearts, Ross County, Inverness, Dundee. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Partick Motherwell, Celtic, home to Kilmarnock. But there is no question what the top fixture is of the weekend. Aberdeen Rangers, Sunday lunchtime. It looks a titanic game. Looking forward to it, excited by it? Yeah, absolutely. Can't, can't wait to be perfectly honest with you. We, we, we obviously wrote and talked a lot about the old firm game before a couple of weeks ago, but for me, Aberdeen Rangers, especially Petaudry, is another fixture we've missed in the last few years. I don't think Rangers have been to Petaudry in five years now. Yeah. Absolutely frightening when you think about that. So, yeah, can't wait for that. It's a huge game for me for Rangers. As I say, we're talking about Mark Wallerton talking his team up for the best performance of the season last weekend. They'll need to beat their best, I think, for an Aberdeen team. Funny Stephen here talking about Aberdeen is 61 for the for the cup, which for me is quite a big price when you, when you think about how potentially how well they could do. But for me, yeah, absolutely looking forward to it. It promises to be pulsating. Does the Rangers win over Queen of the South and choose the night in the emphatic manner of it? Does that make you in any more way inclined to to think there's a better chance now of Rangers getting a result? Are, are Aberdeen still strong favourites for you? I wouldn't say strong favourites, Derek. I mean, there's no doubt. We look look back in Aberdeen Rangers games down the years, and albeit as I say, it's been a, a number of years since they've got uh, since Rangers have gone there. Aberdeen always raise their game. The fans raise their, they raise their game. <laughs> they turn up. They they, they, they do. I mean, Petrovic is a different venue when Rangers are in town. So for me, I've First time I've sold out this season. Well, there you go, Steve. That says it all, you know. I mean, if Aberdeen could have that every week, what difference would it make to Derek McInnes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's no doubt it's going to be, a, a, as I say, a pulsating atmosphere. They are electric. Whether Rangers can handle that, that's a big test for them. The guys in that team who, who, who hadn't experienced a Celtic game at Celtic Park, and this will be the same. I mean, you could argue whether it'll be as, uh, as ferocious as an old firm game, but for me, it'll not be far away. Those Aberdeen fans do not like Rangers when they come to town, <laughs> uh, whatever way you want to dress it up. So for me, it's going to be a fantastic game, and, that, and that's what we want. We want to see these two teams clashing together and see how they go on. But as I say, a big test for me for Rangers. Mark Warburton can say all he likes about how well Rangers are playing, and, and rightly or wrongly, they may well be playing well. Rangers need results. Rangers need wins right now. Rangers fans are only interested so much about the team playing well. They would take a bad performance in Petaudry on Sunday and a 1-0 win all day long. I suppose, I mentioned Tuesday night, but irrespective of Tuesday night, their last league game was obviously the, the, the 5-1 to Celtic. This is another high-profile league game. Is there big pressure in Mark Warburton, do you think, Robert, to avoid defeat in this one? Yeah, well, they played Ross County last weekend. Uh, I beg your pardon, of course. Uh, well, and, and had a good performance. But, um, yeah, I mean, as I say, performances... Mark Robertson's right in a sense that Rangers are not playing badly. They're creating a number of chances in every game. Ross County, they had a, a lot of chances, easily could have scored and won the game. But at this stage of the season, when you lose 5-1 to Celtic, Rangers fans are quite rightly asking about results. Their team are sitting, what, fifth in the league right now? That's not good enough for a Rangers point of view. Now, you can argue the rights and wrongs of where Rangers should finish by the end of the season. And for me, Celtic should win the league, given the resources and given the, the experience that they have at the highest level, they're a Champions League team, albeit a very disappointing start to the Champions League. 
So you can argue the rights and wrongs of Rangers should finish, but right now, or not even out of September, they should not be lagging behind as far as they are. So as much as performances are great, and as much as Mark Wolverton will, will point to those performances, and I say I think a big reason for that was because sorry, he was wanting to make it clear that Rangers are playing well without Joey Barton. They need results, Derek. They need to go to Petaudry, put on a performance, but more importantly, get a result. And that's for me what is what Rangers fans will be looking for more than anything on Sunday. Aberdeen went to Dundee last weekend and got a good result. And I think prior to that, I think it was surprised that Aberdeen hadn't started the season stronger. But the win at Dens Park, no doubt, is it's the perfect timing. Obviously, they've, they've got the League Cup tie tonight. From a league point of view, they'll go into the Rangers game can avoid by what they produced at Dens Park. Yeah, I think so. And I, I watched that game on the TV, and I think they had to work for it, Derek. You know, it wasn't an easy game by any stretch of imagination. I think they scored a winning goal relatively late, maybe in the last 10 minutes of the game. They stopped come on and, and, and got, got the winner. They had to earn that result. And for me, you're absolutely right. That's what they needed to do. And that's what we're talking about. Aberdeen played well, but they won. You know, they, they, they didn't play well and get a draw, they didn't play well and lose. They played well and won. And that's the difference between Rangers and Aberdeen right now. Going to Dens Park uh, last weekend, it was a test for Aberdeen, they came through it. But now they've got a big test. We're talking about Aberdeen being favourites in this game, and you could probably argue they are, given where Rangers are right now. But there's a pressure on Aberdeen, mm. because they should be finishing second almost, certainly this season. From where they are, they, they should be at least finishing in the top three yep. whereas if we're being realistic about Rangers and you could argue again where they should finish you're not expecting too much from Rangers I don't think in the course of the season but there's a, for me there's a pressure on Aberdeen to at least perform but as I say without the atmosphere there you wouldn't be at all surprised if they do turn it on for their fans How do you think it'll go? Uh, I think it'll be quite close Derek if I'm being honest with you I think I think a draw uh, without sitting on the fence he says sitting on the fence I think a draw might be the, the result that maybe both managers will not be too unhappy with Stephen, what the William Hill odds on <coughs> Aberdeen win, Rangers win? Well, our compilers are, are almost uh, you know echoing what, what Robert's saying there. Uh, we, we can't we, we can't split them at all here in terms of the betting. We do have Rangers at slight favourites, which may be a surprise. Really, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but uh, ever so slightly, you know, we've got Rangers at eighty five, and we've got Aberdeen at seventy four. So you know, it's very very that's small. We've got the draw at eleven to five. So as Robert's saying, you know. Could be, that could be the attractive bet, but you know, looking at, looking at the what you're talking about there is you know, they've got to the same place in different manners this year. Yeah, but if you actually look at the statistics in the league, they're identical how many games they've won at home, how many games they've drawn, how many games they've lost, and almost out right down to the goal difference is exactly the same. Rangers have got two, uh, I've got two of a disadvantage to them, but that would be mainly down to the 5 1 game. But uh, I mean, in terms of if you look at on your leaps, Stephen, you need to get out more. The stats. <laughs> you really need to get out more. You sitting in the house last time with the stats. Come on. But uh, as you say, you know, first time they've met in, in, in four years and in, in five years at Petodre nearly. But you need to go back to two thousand and nine, the last time Aberdeen actually got a victory against Rangers as well. It's, it's a really, really interesting game, well, isn't it? William Hill, top bookmakers. You say Rangers are slight favourites, are deemed slight favourites yeah. for this one. How does that? How does that come about? Educate is it purely on money put on it or is no, it's mainly on that to be honest yeah. with you. This this book actually um, when I knew it was coming in here today, you know, I had, had a look last night and the book's actually fluctuated since last night and it's in terms of they're starting to see the money coming through. Uh, so that's a major point. But you know, no, the compilers will do it'll base it on statistics, based on forum. So the fact that Rangers got victory the other night, you know, some people are suggesting that Joey Barton being taken out or forced out now, um, that Rangers' balance has returned for last year, the paces, the tempo's up, so, you know, that will all come into play, but it's mainly the money that can influence it. I mean, that, 
the, 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 this possibly could be Aberdeen could be favourites before kick off depending on the money but what you'll tend to find is either of the old firm when, when they're round about that price it's a very attractive price to the Rangers fans and they'll probably be all over it so I would, I would actually probably say that, that that price will come in for Rangers I think Rangers will end up favourites but it could go either way just depending on the money Keep bang up to date with Scottish football by following Sun Sport on Twitter <laughs> Aberdeen Rangers, I think, is clearly the leading top flight game of the weekend, but we've got Queen of the South Hibernian in the Championship, Robert. That looks a tasty fixture as well. Yeah, absolutely right. I was actually really impressed with Queen of the South again, even though they ended up at the end of a, a quite heavy defeat to Rangers. Gavin Skelton's got a good, a good uh, team there, very well organised, quite similar actually to Alawa. I thought they really, they really tried to play, obviously didn't work out for them, but yeah. But listen, uh, Hibs, have, Hibs have done fantastically well this season uh, in the league, and for me, they're, they're, they're heading towards promotion. Was that about it? Bit of pressure, certainly. Queen of the South, you know, the, 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 they're, they're turning the screw a little bit, you know, so Hibs are going to have to work for any kind of result they get, really. Yeah, absolutely. They've got real experience on that side, uh, Derek, uh, Stephen Doby, uh, a real threat. Good player. At, at that level, the fact that he's at Queen of the South uh, speaks volumes for him, so you're absolutely right. There's no doubt they're a threat. And uh, Neil Lennon will be well aware of that. But I've been very impressed with Hibs this season, the times I've seen them. They score goals, uh, they're very attack minded. The Hibs fans are flocking to Easter Road in uh, huge numbers. So it's a good time up here in, in, in the Championship. But I think if you're a Hibs fan, you'd be relatively excited about the season ahead. Stephen, we've got the first round of the <coughs> William Hill sponsored Scottish yes. Cup this weekend. If you could please give us a, a rundown of the, the leading odds. Yeah. at the moment for the, the top three <coughs> Hibs to retain it after winning it for the first time in 114 years we've got them priced up at 25-1 to one uh-huh. to retain the title we've got Celtic at favourites 5-4 to four. Rangers again and at second favourites at 7-2 to two. and we've got Aberdeen at 9s so that's the first three in the betting and then obviously Hibs to retain it at 25s do you find you know the, to bet on the Scottish Cup is that a particularly popular kind of punt for for fans oh yeah yeah. the William House Scottish Cup is huge it's, um, we've been sponsoring it now we've just extended our sponsorship to 2020 and we've been sponsoring it for the last three years and you know we've taken a huge turnover of figures on that maybe not at this round to be honest with you the initial round but you know the local all the local teams that can, uh, your beads and your Strasby Thistles etc they will you know their local shops will be buzzing for them but in terms of in terms of when it gets into the latter rounds definitely absolutely be high turnover I know, Robert, you like to see Strathspey Thistle do well in the Cup. They're a way to beat. <laughs> it's a magical part of the competition. You know, we've got juniors, we've got Lowland League, we've got Highland League teams coming in. I've mentioned Strathspey Thistle, Beath. You've got civil service strollers, Hoyt, Roll Albert. There's so many to mention, but this this round of the Cup, Robert, is, is magical for these teams. Absolutely. Right? You're, what, two or three games away from being in the competition when the big teams come in. Listen, these teams have already played in a qualifier to get this, but <laughs> this isn't the start for them. I think these teams have actually played in a preliminary round already. So absolutely fantastic. You're right, this is where the romance of the Cup is. The proper, proper football. You know, guys that slog their guts out every week to get a crack at the big time, and this would be another step towards, towards that. And for me, it's absolutely fantastic. You look at the names in there, as you mentioned, and that's for me what it's all about. Robert, the Chief Football Writer, Stephen from William Hill, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.